If you're listening to this, it means you must enjoy our podcast. I'm Haley Ryan, and I got the chance to speak with one of the members of Omega Sci-Fi, Mr. David Jean, or Jean Baptiste. David's not only a member of Omega Sci-Fi, but he's a college basketball player, an active member in various student organizations, and an active member in his community. David's family comes from Haiti, and he talks about how being a college athlete gave him a unique opportunity to go back to his motherland and make his mama proud. So stay tuned to hear the inspiring story of David Jean-Baptiste. with David Jean Baptiste. He's a junior basketball player at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. What's going on, David? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So I want to start with your fraternity. You're an Omega Sci-Fi, the Q-Dogs, I mean. How did you yes, get man. involved with that? <laughs> well, to start off, you know, I just want to just want to thank all my brothers, you know, for, for de- definitely helping me out, for, you know, for getting into, for helping me out throughout the process, you know, in the first place. And you know, just growing up without without any brothers, you know, and like and then with my dad, like you know, he was there, but you know, he wasn't there like I like I I think he should have been. And just being a young man, especially you know at the age I am at right now, at twenty, you know, it's really hard to understand like who you really are, let alone know who you want to be and who you want to become. And I feel like in the fraternity's principles, manhood scholarship, perseverance, uplift, those principles really set this, really set that standard that I struggle to define within myself. Like they set those principles that you know I'm struggling to like to learn about myself. And just like, you know, just the fraternity's model, friendship is essential to the soul. And just like, you know, just everything that the fraternity stands for. And, uh, and then it wasn't really a choice. It was almost like it was mandatory. You know, it was almost like, mm-hmm. you know, this is it. Like that there's no other that, you know, so. So, you know, you mentioned your father a little bit. Take us through kind of what it was like growing up. And I know you mentioned in your um, application that your mom was really there for you and she worked really hard for you. And. Yeah, um, she's a single mom. There's a lot of adversity. So, kind of just take us through what it was like growing up. Just growing up, it was especially just having my mom, and my sister. You know, I'm actually spending spring break with them right now. You know, just having a just having to be that be that man like early on. You mm-hmm. know, within my life, and you know, it was just you know, and thankful for basketball having like you know just having great mentors, great coaches to help to really help me like help me understand like you know right or wrong or you know hey look since you know you growing up. They have to like you know understand like be a man, you know, take care of your mom and sister. At the end of the day, no matter what happens. So it was just, you know, I mean, it was tough at times, but like just, just, just having the help I had around me, man, it was just, it was just unbelievable. Man, I just can't, just can't thank them enough. You, you're Haitian, so your mom came here. Did she come here from Haiti? Remind me. Yeah, no, she, she did. She, she immigrated from Haiti. I'm not sure what year she did, but she, she came, she came over here in Haiti and had me and my sister. She had other kids and- in Haiti, but you know, we, we, we all had different dads. Mm-hmm. You told me that you got to go to Haiti to play basketball. So what was that oh, like definitely. for you? Man, that was and that was an un, undescribable experience. And it was just, just having just having that that country name across your chest, you know, and representing your your family like home country. Like man, it was just at times it was just like I, I couldn't believe it. Like was I really here? Like felt like at times like I'm here, but I'm not really here. It was just it was just so crazy, man, just doing that. Yeah, representing your country, obviously, and you know your family—that's a big deal. How did you go from Miami to Tennessee? What was your experience getting into college like? So man, it's a it's a funny little story. So 
<laughs> it started with it started with the University of Florida's assistant coach at the time. It was Coach Matt McCall, and he he was recruiting one of my teammates down down at the, my high school. I was at Miami Northern. He was recruiting one of my teammates, and you know he would show up to our games, our practices. You know he he was, he was just there. He was just around a lot, and he you know and I was the, I was our, our guard for the team. He, so he saw me. He was like, man, you know, this kid got talent. You know? He was always to tell me, man, if I was the head coach there, you know, I would definitely offer you, I definitely try to get you up here to visit, you know, and UF was like kind of a dream school for us. So I was like, oh yeah, that, that sounds mm-hmm. great. So, but, so we always had a good touch with each other. And shortly after, you know, we, we was in contact, shortly after he got hired as a head coach at University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. And when, once he got hired, he, he called me, he was like, hey man, I just got this job and I would love for you to come and visit. And I was like, Chattanooga, like, well, I was on the phone with him and I was, I think I was in the, he called me, I was, I think I was in the library. I, I don't know, I forgot where I was. I think I was in the <laughs> library. And I was on the computer and I looked up Tennessee Chattanooga, never heard of this place, never. Yeah. So I looked it, yeah, I looked it up and I just, and then from there, went on a visit and fell in love ever since. So it felt like home. So it felt like home for you. And I know you talked about with um, your brothers, just giving back and being a family, but you do a lot of, community service and volunteer work, you know, with SGA, with SAC, you're an InterVarsity exec with RAVE. So just talk about all that stuff and kind of take me through what each one is and what your role is with that. Definitely. Well, I'll start, I want to start off with InterVarsity because I think that's the most, like, I'm, I'm heavily involved in. So InterVarsity, you know, we, um, it's, it's more like, it's more of an urban initiative. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, so us, a couple of students um, on campus, we, you know, we come together and we, we have like, we do try to have like events where like generational events, like I talk about issues that's like that, you know, no one really wants to talk about, mm-hmm. you know? So, and we try to just bring that awareness to the campus, really to our community. Cause, Cause at the end of the day, that's we're the future. So it's, it's going to be up to us to know how, how things will go on from right. here our, within our community. So, and we also have this initiative where we go down to, it's a middle school within that that's in, that's in, that's in Chattanooga. I think it was, a, it was a few years ago. It was ran, it was rated the fourth um, least performing school in Tennessee. Like as as I know, oh, all the wow. middle schools in Tennessee. Yeah, so it was it was a really big thing. And for and for us to like hear that, and with, and that's in Chattanooga, the same city. Like it was like, man, we can't just let we can't just sit here and you know and watch this happen. So you know, we go down there every Fridays. You know, eat lunch with the kids, spend a good two to three hours with them. You know every Friday. So we just try to just give them another light just to so they can see like, hey, look, there's life after this out there. Like, it's definitely option. You know, just give them, just helping them out, just talking to them, just, you know, just keeping them with a, that's just good, that's a good head. That's giving, that's giving them like a good mentorship, you know? So and what that's is definitely their, one thing we just try to do. What is their response? What have you seen from the kids since you guys got involved? Oh man. So, uh, recently, right, right before I left for spring break, I was there this, this past, uh, like the last past Friday, and man, like the response is, man, it's crazy the reaction you get when you just like, when kids sense that you care about them, you see like all type of, I just see all type of emotion that you you, you wouldn't expect. Like I, I know one kid, he was there like sitting in the corner by himself, like late, like angry, like you know, he was upset. And I was like, you know what, what what's, what's, what's up with so I, I, and I just, I just walked over there, just, just trying to brand up his dad, just walked over there, didn't expect anything. So I'm just talking about it, just talking to him. And like before you know, like we you know we went to the gym, we played basketball together, and then before you know it, it's, he's telling me about how he draw. He likes to draw. He like, and then he, he showed me a couple of his drawings. This kid has talent, like it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, this kid I'm just seeing in the corner is actually could be an artist in the future. And it's just like, and just just doing that it was just like, man, let's just see how like, just, and that just it changes day. It changed how you went about the rest of the day. 
And before I left, I was like, when are you going to be back? Are you coming back? And it's like, man, I got to come back now. And it's like, and, and that's one thing I try to let myself know. Like, and I have, I can't just know. And once you go, show the kids that, you know, you gain their trust just to keep coming back, just to keep, you know, just keep growing, just keep growing. How does that make you feel that they um, look up to you so much and that they're now invested in you as much as you are in them? Oh, man, it makes me feel like, like I, it makes me feel like I have responsibility. It makes me feel like there's a reason why I'm here. You know, me, even if it's not you know, for basketball or like any sports reason, it's a reason that, you know, I'm here. You know, I'm here to, to give back. I'm here to, to influence, to help, you know, just to, because knowing all the help I had growing up, you know, and I know how important it is for others to have that same amount. I misspoke earlier. I said rave, and it's you told me it's rare, right? That oh, you're it's also rare. involved yeah, it's in. Rare. Yes, it's rare. rare. So talk about that. What is that, and what do you do with them? <laughs> <laughs> Got you. So rare. So rare is an initiative with the with the young with African American males we had at our college. So, so what what we do, you know, the, the title rare came from, you know, it's rare to see, you know especially young like African-Americans come together and talk about issues. Like it's, it's rare you to see like a group of guys talking about something about like just talking about the community or like what's wrong within it. You know, you see, you see guys mm-hmm. talking about it, but it's like, it's not, it's, you don't really like, it's not really like broadcast or, you know, really out there. So we try to, so we try to like give a, get a group of you know young guys at the university and just come back and just, and just like try to, if there's any way we can help within our schools, within that community, within the homeless shelters we have down in Chattanooga. So it's just, it's just definitely, we just try to like do anything we can. And, and we definitely try to do things with other, other organizations, you know, just, you know, it's just, just working around it. Does that coincide with Scholarly Men in Action group that you also work with? Yeah, yeah, Scholarly, yeah, Scholarly Men in Action, it's, it's similar to the same thing. That that organization is, it's similar to the same thing. It's basically the same thing. But I think that, with that one, that one is, is, is I think it's, it's really, I think it's dying out, if I'm not mistaken, because the president okay. recently graduated and no one had like has stepped up. So, so in the varsity, we just like, it, it's the, the rare program is like, it's actually like attached with in the varsity a little bit. Okay. Okay. And you're also the community service and social chair for NAACP. So um, yes, how man. did you come to get that position? As a friend of mine, she's a part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and she's, she's the president of NAACP. And, you know, she, she recently came up to me and was like, hey, you know, we need, we need like any, because I think she, she had a lot of females in the, in the organization. She needed like some male figures. And then, she, you know, she came up to me with, with that opportunity. And I was like, hey, why not? Like, so I went forward and then she, you know, she fit out the application and she, you know, she gave it to me. And then it's been that, and then she, she, she's, she's been doing a great job of doing it. And I'm just, I'm just thankful, like, just to be a part of it, just to, just, and just helping the community, just helping. Our campus, especially the um, African American campus of it, so it's definitely been definitely been a great opportunity. And do you think that you would have all these opportunities if it weren't for sports, kind of getting you there? Sports is hundred percent the reason I'm here right now, and I can't I can't thank enough for you know my coaches, you know, especially my high, my high school coach, you know, Coach Lawton down in Miami, mm-hmm. Norland. He's he's definitely like helped me through a lot. But he's been he's been nothing but great to me, man. It's just it's just, and then how I got here, you know, how I got to university in the first place, you know, it's through sports, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's definitely been, sports has definitely been a blessing to me through it all. I want to keep talking about you a little, a little bit. So what is one word that you think best represents yourself? Best represents myself. I'll say, I think I got one. I think I, think I got one word that best describes myself. That's a good one. I'll say tenacious. Why? 
See, when we think of the word tenacious, you think of relentless, like determined, mm-hmm. you know, like purposeful, like always like preserving, like, it's like always like oh, his mind is always is on to something. It's like his mind is always is on the grip of maybe it's a goal or a dream. And like, mm-hmm. I think when people think of me, it's like, man, this dude, David, he's like, he's always smiling. He's always, he's having fun, but he, he always got that, that goal that he's always thinking about. He always got that dream that he, he's trying to get. It's always in the back of your head. It's always there. Yeah, always there, always there. In your application, you put that your word was perseverance. Perseverance. So, um, mm-hmm. so you got two great words that describe you. So what, <laughs> <definitely does. laughs> what, what is perseverance to you? What, what makes that word describe you as well? Perseverance. To me, to me, perseverance means striving against all odds in the pursuit of right. I was told by somebody by that. You know, that was, it, was, it was a great man who told me that. What it means just like to persevere, just, no, no matter what comes at you, you know, no matter what comes at you, no matter how down you get, you know, just to persevere and just push through, like it's going, like it's going to be okay. Like it's, like it's been, it's been a lot of times, you know, where it's like, it's been a lot of time where, you know, when, when I've been down, sacrifice I had to make. And they just, you just got to persevere and just realize you're doing it for a reason. You know, it's a reason why you're here. It's a reason why everything happens for a reason. So it's a reason for everything. You know, you just persevere and push through. Everything's going to be all right. And you said sport was the reason that you're at the school you're at and the opportunities that you've had. So what have you learned from sport? What is the biggest thing that it's taught you? Sports taught me things that things you can't just learn, like, through school or just, like, just really going about life. Like, playing sports, but for me, taught me, taught me so much. I guess, like, taught me everything from confidence, from self-esteem, from, like, just from like having to fight back, having knowing how to work with others, just like just small like little things like that, you know, you like you you obviously learn about them, but you you don't really you can't really like really experience it until like you get until like you're in a sports game or you know you're playing games and it's just like just having to learn like just things about yourself, you know, just confidence, self esteem, just 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 everything, you know, it just helped me with especially like especially time management, you know, having having to manage your time, you know, just that's definitely one thing that definitely helped me with. Why do you think, besides all these things that you've mentioned that obviously are things that, like you said, you can't learn in the classroom, but just being an athlete, how do you think that's going to help you in the future? That dedication and commitment that you use like, within your sport, having to dedicate yourself and to commit yourself within it and within your respective career or job, you know, having to be the same way, dedicated, committed, having to be disciplined as well. It's gonna it's gonna bring you a long way, you know. As, you know, so just like you know, just like my coach been telling me, just you put the time in, you know, you dedicate, you commit, like you're staying focused, just how you do, just how you do in the games. You do the same with your career and expect, and the same as your respected career. As and I think, I mean, I think those two, you know, you you separate yourself from others. And the winning edge aims to elevate athletes because of pretty much everything you just said. So, how did you hear about the winning edge? Uh, the winning edge. They didn't know, they didn't know anything, but I'm surprised I didn't know. But you know, I want to give a huge shout out to Kareem. You know, cause yeah. she, she, she definitely, she definitely reached out to me, and she just told me, hey, um, you know, hey, um, why don't you look, look, like look this up and then apply, you know, do the application. And mm-hmm. as soon as I clicked on it, man, I just read everything about it. I was like, man, how? Like how huge would this be for like self development? How did you like not how, know? It's right up your alley. It's right, exactly right, right there. So and it's crazy. I was like, man, like I, that's what I was like, I did not know. But I just want to give a huge, I just want to give a huge thanks to her for giving me, you know, just 
just just for you know, for me, just to you know, get, hearing that, hearing that out, just for her showing me, you know, what it was about. And then after I read and just read everything that it was about, it was just awesome. I mean, how how huge would this be for me? So, you know, I applied and you know, God blessed me with the opportunity to you know, to get accepted and be in it. And you met her in Haiti, correct? Yes, definitely <laughs> met her while I was on, when I was traveling with the Haitian national team, and she was great along the way, man. She was just awesome, man. With and she she actually helped me along there too. Just with just little advice and with just small talks. It was just she she was she was great the whole time, man. She was like a big sister to us all. What do you think that you and your personality and your skill set? What are you gonna bring to the retreat to affect others and have an overall impact on the experience? I think I bring my me being optimistic, me being always seeing the the bright side of things, and always always seeing the way out. You know, I, and I feel like you know when when you have a person that's around, that's always that's always being positive. That's always like, hey, there's there's a way we can you know get, go around and you know get through it. And I definitely, I definitely feel like that comes a long way. You know, with just with getting just be like, damn, this person, this person don't give up easy. You know, I love to work with him, and it, it's it's definitely like just something I, I could definitely bring to the table. Just being optimistic, just always be like, hey man, hey, we could definitely you know go around it. There's there's a way we could do this. There's a way we could do that. You know, just always having options. Do you know any of the other cohort members that are going? Um, no, I do not actually. So, are you excited to kind of see what everyone else brings to the table? 100%. Definitely excited, and seeing and seeing where, where some of the other other members like the schools they're coming from, just great universities. So it's like, man, it's gonna it's gonna be some great great minds all in one room. So I'm definitely excited to see. I'm what? definitely excited. What's something else that you're looking forward to about the retreat, or looking to get out of it? Just the all, all the minds that would be in under one roof, just hearing and learning everything, just learn, learning like what others has to say, you know, just just picking up off others, and especially you know the the speakers that 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 are coming. Now that's def that's definitely I'm excited about that. Just to just to talk to them, ask questions, just to you know pick off their mind, and just to pick up off what they from their experiences. You know, just I'm just there like a sponge, sucking up all the knowledge I can. And that's the best way to be. I mean. I know personally for me, it was a great experience and I was really looking forward to that too. And I know that we're really excited to have you in Atlanta. And I think you're going to bring a great, just humble, positive energy to the whole thing. Um, so, you know, before we in this call, Mr. Q-Dog, is there anything else that you want to say? <laughs> uh, is there anything else I want to say? I want to say thank you guys for having me. It's been a blessing to be a part and rude to the good brothers. Are you? Are you? Oh, all right. All right. Mr. Q Dog, David G. Baptiste. Uh, he's going to be joining us in Atlanta. David, thanks for coming on the call today, and we'll see you in the summer. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I hope you left that episode feeling inspired to hashtag game change. Make sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter handles at the We Leadership. Find us on LinkedIn and Facebook or check out our website, winningedgeleadership.org. And you can always search hashtag WeGameChange on any social media platform and we should pop right up. All right. Stay tuned for our next episode coming up in a few.